Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 260, Cocaine Bear. Get in this podcast. Yeah, get in here. <laughs> get over here. Oh, wait, that would be the, the Mortal Kombat. If See, we I was thinking of the Austin Powers. Get in my belly. Get in this podcast. It's been a long time since I've seen that, but. I don't like that character. I don't like the movies at all. I just happen to just, that's what it just reminds me of. No, they're pretty bad. So. It says the person that gave me one of them for my birthday many, many moons ago. Oh my God, I was in my 20s. People's tastes changed. <laughs> that's not an example. That's not an excuse. It was like 20 years ago. <laughs> that's not an excuse. <laughs> How's it going this week? Fine. Just fine? Yep. I've been arguing with people on the internet. Oh, more arguments? Mm-hmm. Anything new and exciting? Um, not really. Mostly just arguing with incels and that's about it. Skyrim stuff still? Oh, no. I did argue about Skyrim stuff. What was that about? Well, that was like last week, wasn't it? Last week was Skyrim stuff. This what week was, was incels. What, what's incels? Those are, that is uh, the term for men who call themselves incels, a.k.a. involuntarily celibate. They hate women and they blame women for not being able to get laid. Where do you find this? They crop up everywhere. Now, I mean, where did you get into an argument with them on? Um, ironically, a feminist group I'm in. Why are they there? I don't know. He thought maybe we could give him some tips on how to get in a lady's pants and then got really mad when we didn't tell him what he wanted to hear. Okay. All right, then. I don't have enough time for this bullshit. Like, I don't know how people... I I just... I don't have the energy anymore to fight with anyone. Don't flip me off. What? Don't flip me off. I'm... No, it's two fingers. Ding dong. No, it's two. I just, I don't know. Like, I enjoy the outside drama of you getting into arguments, and I can enjoy that, but I just have the energy to get into arguments myself with people. I'm just like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Leave me alone. I've been off all of my psych meds for six months now, so I'm incredibly cranky, and I like to take it out on people. And completely volatile, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've noticed that. Yes. Yes. So what better way to satisfy my rage issues than just verbally tearing apart idiots online? Nice. Yeah. I thought incel was another name for like an idiot. Like maybe I'm thinking of something else though. Nope. Incel is involuntarily celibate. Hmm. They're men who hate women, can't get laid and blame women for it. Have they named themselves this? Yes, or we ha- they have. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes, they have. Do they describe themselves the same way yes, you do, too? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. Oh, you know how, some, like, like, how they, sometimes an outside look from things. All they talk about is how no one will have sex with them, and they're really mad about it, and it's all women's fault, and women are awful, and they just want women to be mindless sex slaves for them. Okay. I'm sure there's a group of women that would do that, but I'm just no. not in the <laughs> feminist section for sure. I just, I can't keep up with all the fucking acronyms anymore. I feel, I, I'm feeling one of, I'm having one of those weeks where I feel very old. Incel has been around for a long time. I don't know why I thought that was a moron. Like, that's an idiot. Like, it's I another word for an idiot. I mean, they are morons. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I thought 
when you said incel, I'm like, well, yeah, they're all idiots. I thought that was like, a, um, what are those called? I need my thesaurus synonym no. for an idiot. I, no. I don't know why I thought that was like that. No, but like, what was I? Like, just, I don't know. There, I was reading something else. I'm like, well, I, you know, I hate having to Google shit. Like, I feel stupid. But it's like, I don't know. I'm always Googling shit. <sighs> I feel old. I mean, like I said, I'm having one of those weeks where I just feel very old. Well, if you try to keep up with stuff, then you don't feel as old. I am trying to keep up with stuff. But, but you won't Google stuff. No, no, I'm saying I, I hate Googling stuff. I do Google it, but I just, I find myself Googling a lot of stuff. I do too. But I hate it because I feel old. It makes me feel old having to Google stuff. Does that make sense what I'm saying now? Well, but you are old. Fuck you, man. That's not helping. Not helping shit. Dude, you've been telling me for like 10 years that I'm old and I need to get no, over it. I know. What was it today? Oh, the price we were talking about. We were going in the Wayback Machine about how the price of cigarettes used to be $3 a pack. I've never known the price of cigarettes, so. I know. You, sh- you used to just buy cloves. Cloves. They were always more expensive than cigarettes, no, though. True. I don't. I've I, know known. The, I know the fancy cigarettes. When I used to, remember when I used to get my vanilla cigarettes? I'm like, ooh, I'm going to spend $5 a pack at the vanilla cigarettes. $5 a pack for the specialty cigarettes. Those are probably like $15 a pack now. Are you they kidding me? They probably are. And they Wait, were, I want to look. Let's see. I'm going to look. So were they called Sweet Dreams, I think? I remember those. Yeah. Um. Yes. So let's see. That means that they're online. They're $2.30 a box. Wow. They went down in price. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Here they are. Sweet dreams vanilla. That's the one I used to smoke. Oh, wait. This is different. Where's sweet dreams? Herbal dreams. Natural dreams. Pink dreams. Sweet dreams. Here we go. Yeah. Same price. $23, yeah, $23. for a carton. Cherries are the same, and the mints are the same as well. That's that's fucking funny. They were more expensive before. I always well, want to smoke people to see don't if they smoke as much same. anymore. Now everything's vaping. You know that's true. And look, the pack's still the same. Look at the pack. It's I know. Same. I'm like, I remember. Let me see. I was like, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. Do you remember the vending machines for cigarettes too? Oh yeah, I still love those things. They still <laughs> had those. those in the nineties. Yeah. Um, what is that place in Earth down Lines? by the BMV? Is that Cleats or something? Yeah. There, there used to be one in there until like the 2000s sometime. Back when it was Max Dugan's. Yes. Yes. So we're really dating ourselves now. I don't know when it became Cleats. After we graduated high school, it did. So early 2000s somethings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like 2005, 2006. Because I don't think I've ever eaten there when it was a cleats. I ate there when it was Max Dugan's, but I only met people there. I never like voluntarily went there. <laughs> My going away party was there. Remember? Yes. Uh, I think it was still Dugan's then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. And I came back. Why? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't get a coming back party. What the hell's up with that? I'm just saying. Well, they weren't happy to see you come back, obviously. They were only happy to see you leave. They, You were included in that day. You know that, right? <laughs> I don't recall you throwing me a comeback party. So, I'm just saying. Pretty sure I did. Mm, I missed it, then. You didn't invite me. Well, you know, it was a solitary party for me. Oh, okay. I see how <laughs> that is. <laughs> Um, I made, speaking of parties, I made a decision for my 50th. Yeah. I am doing it up. Yeah. I, I, 
I am going to send out invites, like like paper invites, mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's going to be in a hall somewhere. And we're going to have DJ and catered meal. I'm like like a wedding almost, but not like a wedding. For all four of us. All four who? Your no, friends? I'm going to invite my family. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I got more than four friends. I'm going to invite all our friends. There's like eight or nine of them. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to invite all my work friends and my family, and it's going to be like. It's going to be like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be lit. Because here's, here's my thought process. Okay. My 40th, I spent it in fucking quarantine. Mm-hmm. My 30th, I spent it in fucking inventory at Hell Barn. Mm-hmm. Um, my 25th, I moved to Massachusetts. I was in a car moving my shit to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And nobody remembers their 20th because I was probably drunk for it. Your so, 20th? Don't you mean your 21st? Yeah, my 21st. I guess that'd be the next milestone. I remember my, my 21st. 21st was i had to take you home we were remember yes we were at tj fridays and then we were at the bar i had to run you home first before we went to the bar so i we remember that because your your parents went like you to go to the bar yes because i was only 20 well you know it was a pool hall you could have been in there you could have been there yeah but i wasn't allowed the pool hall would let you in but your parents didn't no let my you. parents yeah 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 i'm surprised i let you go to tj fridays really so yeah. So that's why for my 50th, it's going to be probably something happened. Like we're all going to get malaria and die or something because that's what happens on my birthday. But if not, I'm going to make, I'm going to do it up. Well, should we get into this shit today? Yeah, if you want to. I mean, we don't have to. I think our listeners probably came for a horror movie. Not for us. So. Maybe. Come for us, stay for the horror. I don't know. <laughs> that sounded weird. All right. Uh, do you want to tell them who we are and what we do? Sure. We are the Mostly Podcast at night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 25 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks. Um, and that's how it goes. So spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. That is right. And there's going to be lots of spoilers in this one because, frankly, this movie just came out. Uh, but we did Cocaine Bear. It was done 2023. It was an R rating. It was an hour and 35 minutes long. Oh, and fuck me. I don't have the IMDb scale. Shit. I'm going to guess it's like a seven or a six. (laughs) No guessing. Look it up. I'm looking it up right now. It's a 6.0. I was correct on the money. You were correct. Yes. Um, What about the tomato meter? So glad that you asked because the tomato meter is sitting at a 67%. Critics consensus, despite Cocaine Bear's half-baked plot and uneven acting, this titular fur fiend scene snorting frenzy will give B-movie enthusiasts a contact high. Audience says, Cocaine Bear does pretty much exactly what it sets out to do, and if you're in the mood for some silly horror comedy, that'll be more than enough to satisfy. Audience score says, 71%. Nice. Should we do some casting? Sure. Let's talk about the cast. Sorry was Carrie Russell. Uh, She's in Dark Skies, which we've done. Antlers and Austinland, one of our favorites. (laughs) Eddie was Alden Ehrenreich. He was in Hail Caesar, Blue Jasmine, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. David was O'Shea Jackson. He was in Straight Outta Compton, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Longshot. Sid was Ray Liotta. Rest in peace. This was his last movie he did. It was a, and he was in Field of Dreams, Goodfellows, and Identity, which we've done. Bob was Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Oh my God. All right. I'm laughing here because I typed this all in and my autocorrect will sometimes go to French autocorrect. 
And I put in Cedar Rapids and it went Sida, C E Umla D. Like, it's hysterical. But anyway, he was in Cedar Rapids, Black Klansman, and Da Five Bloods. Dee Dee was Brooklyn Prince in the Florida Project, Home Before Dark, and the one and only Ivan. Henry was Christian Convery. He was in Playing with Fire, Beautiful Boy, and Sweet Tooth. Ranger Liz was Margot Martindale. I love everything she's in. She was in August Osage County, Walk Hard, and she was actually in The Americans with Carrie Russell as well. Um, Peter was Jesse Tyler Ferguson. From Modern Family, Untraceable, and Ice Age. Olaf was Christoph Hevju. Uh, he was in Force Majeure, Game of Thrones, and After Earth. Elsa was Hannah Hoekstra. Uh, she was in The Fury, Hemel, and Charlie's Angels. Officer Reba was Ayola Smart. She was in Killing Eve, Juliet Naked, and Trendy. And Stash was Aaron Holiday. She was in Sharp Audrex, Euphoria, and Moxie. I also want to mention somebody you left off because I'm going to talk about him. Fine. Um, Andrew Thornton was Matthew Reese. Well, he's also on The Americans with Carrie Russell as well. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I just, I couldn't find, and that's where I ran into the summary. I was like pulling at the plot. I'm like, but I can't find his character here. I don't remember. I didn't remember where his character came into play. So that's why I left him off. He's he the is guy famous. in the beginning who jumps out of the plane. Oh, okay. That's who that is. I, I'm a dumb fuck. Sorry. I'm sorry I'm a dumb fuck. Um, will you forgive me? For being I forgive unlocked. you. Okay, it's actually you. really funny because I'm going to talk about Andrew Thornton some point during this episode mm-hmm. when I talk about the real story of the cocaine bear. But um, it's really funny to me because he would hate that this story got overshadowed over him by a bear. Oh, yeah? Yes. And we'll talk about it. Well, I was going to ask you, why did you pick? Well, should I do a little summary first or do I'm going to ask you why you picked this movie? Um, I'll talk about why I picked it. Okay. So I knew the true story about this movie, um, or I had heard the quote unquote true story. They, they, the prevailing legend got some things wrong. Big surprise. But I had heard of this event and so, and I love a good creature feature. So when I heard they were making it into a movie, I knew it was going to be nothing like the real story, but I was so excited to have a silly horror comedy about a giant bear who kills people because she's coked out of her mind. And Carrie Russell. And Carrie Russell. Okay. Well, do you want me to do a little summary and then we can get to the... The, the the plot of this and you can tell us a little about Thornton more sure okay bear throws a private cocaine party and things go awry they certainly do um do you want to talk about the movie first or the true story talk about the true story because that's I mean okay yeah. so the I will say that this movie starts out with a guy on a plane and he's throwing these red duffel bags out of the plane. And when he goes to jump out of the plane himself, there's nobody else on the plane. He was flying the plane. He's the only passenger on the plane. He goes to jump out of the plane, hits his head on the edge of the door, and falls to his death because he's knocked unconscious. Mm-hmm. So this was a real man. His name was Andrew C. Thornton II. And while in the movie he looks like your typical like sleazy 80s 
drug dealer. Hippie. Well, not hippie. Um, yuppie. Yuppie. <laughs> he is a yuppie. The thing is, Andrew C. Thornton II was born into a wealthy horse racing family in Lexington, Kentucky. He uh, went to a military academy and then he joined the army where he trained at Fort Bragg as a paratrooper for the 82nd Airborne Division. He actually received a Purple Heart for his service in the army. Um, he participated in the 1965 U.S. invasion of the Dominican Republic, and that was where he got his Purple Heart. After that, he joined the Lexington Fayette Urban County Police Department, where he was a narcotics officer in the DEA. He had a partner. They both became dirty cops and started smuggling marijuana. Because Thornton, he was a huge thrill seeker. He was born rich. He grew up rich. He joined the army for the thrill of it. He was a very brave person because he was not afraid of anything. And he basically joined the police to get more thrills and kicks. And then he started <laughs> smuggling drugs to make that money and get more thrills and kicks. He owned a plane that he would fly over the border and take these dangerous drug smuggling missions all over the place. It started out with marijuana and it branched out when he met, met these two drug kingpin brothers in Vegas to cocaine. They had all these um, connections in Colombia. So... He's, like, just going after bigger and bigger thrills, not afraid of anything, not afraid of getting caught. When one of the brothers gets shot, um, he's assassinated um, by, like, some drug kingpin in Colombia that he pissed off. Okay. So then his surviving brother starts getting investigated just because of the murder investigation that launches and they pick him up for drug smuggling because they find out what he's been up to. So Andrew Thornton is still working with his partner at this time, but he falls, they fall under scrutiny because of this murder investigation and his drug smuggling partner gets caught with a whole bunch of guns. They find a warehouse that he owns that's full of even more guns and a notebook that has Andrew Thornton's name written into it. So now the police are on Andrew Thornton's tail. He continues his, his cocaine smuggling, flying all over the place like nothing's going on. And he does get caught once, but he's not caught with any drugs. He just gets lucky and he's clean. So his last mission was this one okay. where he was flying the plane across. This is what he always do, did. They, the, um, there was a designated area that he was to toss the cocaine out of the plane and then people would go and pick it up. But for some reason this time, instead of just landing the plane like he usually did, he, his plan was to jump with the drugs. They don't know why. I think he was going to try to, like, fake his own death in the plane crash mm -hmm. because 
he, the heat was on. Yeah. That's just my idea, but they really don't know why he was going to jump. Like, why he just abandoned his plane and let it crash and he jumped. But he did... He landed in this old guy's driveway in Tennessee with a bump on his head and his chutes had not deployed. So they find him. The old guy calls the police and he says, there's somebody trespassing on my property. And if you don't come out here and deal with him, then I'll do it myself. So the local police show up to find this guy and they find he's basically cut... What am I kitted out like James Bond? Everything he's got is like all his jumping gear and everything, even down to his shoes, is super expensive, top of the line mm-hmm. for parachuters. He's got a wristwatch that shoots tear gas. God, okay. <laughs> and um, he's got all these like spy type weapons on him, a gun, like everything. Like he is, he is like. The evil James Bond. And everybody's like, what the heck is going on? So they do some investigating and they go into the woods looking for the cocaine. Well, they find an empty duffel bag that would have had cocaine in it. And next to it is a dead bear. <laughs> so it gets reported that they're, they're, they figured because he had a bag of cocaine with him. It was a duffel bag that had 75 pounds of cocaine in it. Mm-hmm. So they go find this empty duffel bag. They figure, okay, there's another 75 pounds of cocaine missing. So they first think that the bear ate 75 pounds of cocaine <laughs> and died. But actually, the pathologist who checked out the bear did an examination, cut her all up and everything, and determined, no, she actually only consumed three grams. That was enough to kill her. I like what they call her. They call her Esco, uh, Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Um, there is, you can go to a mall in Kentucky and see what the mall claims is the cocaine bear taxidermied with like a Kentucky like cowboy hat on and some like Mardi Gras beads around its neck. And it's got the story of the cocaine bear, but that's not the actual bear. The actual bear was pretty much destroyed by the pathologist when they did the examination. I thought he restuffed her and got him taxidermied. No, that's not the real bear. It is a real bear. Okay. They, the mall claims it's the same bear. But the law enforcement people were like, there's no way that's the same bear. Oh, no. I read where the pathologist said he didn't want to waste the bear, so he he got her stuffed. No. Okay. Mm -mm. That's not true. Okay. It's not the same bear. Gotcha. They were like, yeah, no, there was not enough of that bear left to stuff. (laughs) But, um, and like I said, the bear only ate three grams of cocaine before it died. It basically took two bites and died. Um, but, but all, everything, like even Wikipedia will say, oh, the bear consumed 75 pounds of cocaine. No, it did not. It was only a 175 pound bear. It wasn't that big of a bear that it would have been able to handle 75 pounds of cocaine. Mm-hmm. And it immediately died. It did not go on a rampage or a killing spree. And actually what happened to the rest of the cocaine was the drug people showed up, found it and took it. I was going to ask that. What happened yeah. to the rest of it? Okay. Yeah. They they reclaimed it. So 
But they say, the legend goes, that they didn't find all the cocaine that was dropped out of the plane and that, like, nobody knows. Like, some of it's, like, still just missing, like, in the woods of Tennessee or Georgia. Georgia. Okay, so it's funny because the cocaine landed in Blairsville, Georgia, but he landed in a driveway in Knoxville, Tennessee, and the plane crashed over 60 miles away in Hayesville, North Carolina. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I was trying to figure that out, too, from this uh, from this movie. Like, wait a minute. We're in Georgia. We're in Tennessee. Yeah. Where the fuck? And then I was, like, trying. And I had to pull up a map. Be like, how close is, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had night vision goggles, too. Um, he had. And that, that 75 pounds of cocaine was valued at $15 million in 1985. <sighs> He also had about $5,000 in cash, two pistols, and six one-ounce gold Krugerrands, which is a South African coin to first not minted in 1967 to help market South African gold. Um, they have a springbok antelope printed on one side and the profile of Paul Kruger who was a South African politician on the other. Wish they were Freddy Kruger. I believe that they are worth a lot of money. Krugerins? Krugerins. Yeah. Yes, because they're gold. Here's uh yeah, Chattanooga is right on the uh edge of Georgia, so I can kind of see yes. and then North Carolina is right here, so I can kind of see how it all went awry. Yes, it's so. all it all just it spanned like over sixty miles and it and three states. It's crazy. I think we should go to that forest and look for some of the coke. I think we should because that's a lot of money. I mean, it's probably all been dissolved by the weather oh, by now. Because it was forty years it ago. It will be dissolved by the rain, mm-hmm. and it had rained before they found Damn the, it. the bear. So the bear had been dead about six weeks when they found it. Why? Why can't we just luck into like finding a bag full of coke? I mean, granted, we don't know how to distribute it, but so. I, know, I was going to say, like, what would you do with a bag full of coke? I wouldn't Bake know with what it. to do no, with it. <laughs> Sell it to people as flour? I don't know. <laughs> Here, Granny Mae, do you need some flour? Have some of this. This is some pure cake flour. It, by the way, I forgot to mention, but this cocaine was 95% pure. So that's why it killed the bear so fast. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So well, that's, that's happened to the movie then, Yeah, that's I guess. the real story. Let's talk about the movie. Um, so this, the guy who jumped from the plane was the only drug dealer who existed in real life in the movie. The rest of the drug dealers were made up for the movie. Okay. Gotcha. I love how they, they think the bump on the head is really what happened where he knocked himself on the... Yeah, they really think he was jumping out of the plane and he knocked himself on the head and knocked himself unconscious and fell to his death. Yeah. That's where we get our Detective Bob comes from. Like, we yes. get little pieces and parts of people from everywhere. So yes. Detective Bob finds, is with on the scene with the body. And he, of course, he's he knows the family. He knows this, this drug family. Mm-hmm. He blames this drug family for a lot of things. And the police are like, no, no, you know. Yeah. No, no. But he, he's on the, uh, 
He's on the hunt for this kingpin, Sid. But the kingpin's from St. Louis, yeah. which is Missouri, right? So we're talking Missouri, yes. Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina. We're all over the fucking place. Yes. Um, who Sid White, played by the lovely Ray Liotta in his last We're so sorry film. he's this gone. Actually, dedica- this movie is dedicated to him. Yeah. So he was good in this movie. He was. I, he made me laugh. I know. I mean, he was in... Um... Wasn't he in Goodfellas? Wasn't that? Mm-hmm. He yeah. was in Goodfellas, so he's no stranger to organized crime. And... Oh, no. Well, not in real life either. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but he's got um, his son and uh, the guy, uh, David, who was trying to get out of the business, and he's got them on the hunt for this Coke. He's like, he needs to go pick it up. He's in trouble with, uh, they don't say who, but some big guys in Mexico his suppliers he's in deep with them he needs to get yeah, out i don't know why they changed it from colombia to mexico but whatever i don't know either because most of the drugs come from colombia uh, well especially cocaine yeah right? so i mean that's not like a secret or anything we're yeah. not trying to protect the colombians you know <laughs> just saying um unfortunately this coke is uh founded by founded by a bear who can we name? Can we name her Koki for the rest of the uh, Koki? Sure, Koki we the can bear. Koki the bear. Because that was one of our other names too. Is Koki? Koki. Yeah. So nice. I kind of like that. Obviously, has that her private Coke party eats the cocaine, um, becomes incredibly aggressive, and you get Olaf and Elsa. Well, not a frozen there. Yeah. <laughs> Who Elsa's immediately killed. Yeah, poor Elsa. And, uh, you think Olaf's killed too, but Olaf pops up later. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, in Georgia, you've got a single nurse mom in Sorry, Sorry. Uh, with her daughter Dee Dee, who is a little rambunctious and skips school. Yeah, well, they had her. She, Sorry and Dee Dee had made plans to go paint the waterfall at the Chattahoochee Oconee National Forest, aka blood mountain which Mm -hmm. is really called that yep um (laughs) and uh instead she wants to take Dee Dee to nashville during the weekend when they were supposed to go paint the waterfall with her newish boyfriend and Dee Dee's mad so she skipped school with her best friend henry in order to go paint the falls who i loved henry i thought he was an adorable little actor he was so i usually great. like i was i was telling mama chaos like usually like kids in movies irritate the crap out of me i loved henry he was my favorite he was fantastic he was so funny uh yeah so she convinces him and um they go off on their own and they find <laughs> i love this they find the drugs too they find a packet of the drugs as well yeah and they also take some of it. Oh, it's so funny because he's like, oh, yeah, I do cocaine with so-and-so um, after church. And she's like, you guys don't do cocaine after church. <laughs> and Henry's like, you don't know. Like, you're not friends with him. She's like, I don't want to be friends with him. And he's like, we'll see. So you don't know. And she's like, all right, fine. So how do you do it? And he's like, you just take like a tablespoonful, you eat it. And she's like. So she cuts it open with his knife, the package, and scoops out like a like a big pile of the cocaine on the knife and just like tries to eat it. And she's like, oh, and she's spitting it out. And because obviously it doesn't taste good. And so then she's like, well, you do it. So he does. And he does the same thing. He goes, oh, and he spits it out. And 
Start off in their bloodstream though for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, why? Oh my gosh! Like that seriously should do some bad shit to their heart. Like that's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> that's when the bear comes though. Yeah, and he chases chases. Well, he chases Henry up a tree mm-hmm. and takes Dee Dee away. Like takes yeah. her away in his mouth. Meanwhile, we meet Park Ranger Liz. Like you keep meeting <laughs> these little people. So you meet yeah. Park Ranger Liz, who's got a thing for 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 Peter. Clearly gay Peter. Yeah, who's a wildlife activist who's coming to the park to check on the wildlife or something. And she's, like, doing her lipstick. She's wearing fancy European perfume. She's, like, trying to make it, like, a date, you know? And uh, so she gets really mad when Sari shows up looking for Dee Dee. And Sari wants to go with them when they go up the mountain to look for Dee Dee. And she's like, oh, this girl's going to cramp my style. It's so funny. It's pretty great. So it's a little threesome out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. Also in the mix, so uh, so um, David and Eddie go out there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also in the mix are the Duchamp gang, which um, <laughs> Stash is one of the members. I didn't bother with the other members, but mm-hmm. Stash is one of the members, and they jump Eddie and David in a bathroom once they get to. Well, just David. Just to be sorry. In the bathroom. Um, once they get to the forest. Yeah, because that's what they do. They hang around the park and mess with people because they're just stupid teenagers. There's three of them. They're a gang. Oh yeah, they're a gang. chaos. They're a. Pa- Have you never heard of the famous park park gangs? <laughs> I mean, it's a national park travesty. Yeah, there's gangs in all of those woods. Mm. You have to be careful. You got to protect yourself, not from the bears, from the from gangs. gangs. Yeah, yeah. Especially gangs of white boys mm-hmm. with um that are like sixteen. Yes, they're the most dangerous kind. Yes, definitely. Yes. So David thrashes them in the bathroom. Oh yes, it's so great. He does. It's pretty funny. He knocks the one kid out with a skateboard. <laughs> and he does get stabbed well, in the shoulder. Stabbed. I was going to say, he gets stabbed, too. He pretty pisses him off, which I don't He gets blame really him. pissed off, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, he's, like, twice their size. Like I know. They're like these just these three skinny white kids and, like, super skinny. And, and he's, he's like, like, buff. Buff, yeah. He's built. He's tall and he's built. And he just wipes the floor with them. It's pretty great. But he grabs Stash because they, they know where the Coke is. Right. So he grabs Stash and Stash is going to take him to where the Coke is. A gazebo where he gazebo. stashed the Coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, while he takes Stash, the other two go to the park ranger station. Yeah. Um, which after... Which um, in, before that... Um, Liz and Peter and Sari find Henry up a tree. Yes, which is great. Come down. <laughs> and they're like, come down. And he's like, it's too high. And and uh, he's like, the bear, you've got to get away. And they're like, bears don't attack people. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, there's not. There's something wrong with this bear. And uh, the bear shows up and scares everybody and um, attacks. Um, I think he attacks Liz. Yes. And... Well, and Peter's trying to help. Yeah. Well, Peter climbs the tree. He almost got gets shot by Liz. And then he climbs the tree. And because um, Henry's like, climb the tree, climb the tree. So bears Peter can't climb the tree. trees. He's like, like, bears can't climb trees. And Peter's like, yes, they can. Well, why are you up here? I don't know. 
So Dee Dee's trying to get Henry to get out of the tree, and then the bear starts climbing up the tree after Pete first after Henry, and then it goes after Peter and it kills and eats Peter in the tree. Yeah. And then Liz finally gets Henry out of the tree and uh and then they run off and then it switches back to Because Henry tells her that the bear took Took Dee Dee. And they kind of find they actually follow Dee Dee kind of left cookie crumbs. Yeah. Paint. She left her sweater, sweater and then she left paint so that they could like find her. So they're kind of following her for that. Yeah. So yeah, and then Liz goes back to the ranger station hopefully to get help, but she yeah. runs into the rest of the gang. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then she's like, Okay. This is so crazy. She's got her gun, and she's like, open the door. She tells the one guy to open the door so she can shoot the bear. So he opens the door, and the bear's sitting on the other side of the door, just looking at him. And the guy moves in front of the doorway and says, oh, it's a bear. And she shoots and gets him in the head. (laughs) Very nice bullet through the head scene. Yes. (laughs) So he's dead. And then the other one's pulled through a window. (laughs) Yeah, the other one's like pulled through a window, and he ends up trapped under a door that the Bear is on top of the door, and Liz calls an ambulance, and the ambulance shows up, and um, they get Liz, like, on a stretcher, and the guy gets out from underneath the door and jumps into the ambulance, and then the other, the ambulance driver, like, the other ambulance guy runs out of the cabin going, go, 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 so the ambulance driver starts driving and he's like trying to catch up to jump in the back and the bear comes bounding out of the cabin after them and chases them down the road and mom's like um they should be able to outrun the bear clearly they're not though because the bear runs right into the back and just slaughters the fuck out of tom yeah um the uh the uh liz gets jettisoned yes oh oh and dragged she the gurney flips over and she's dragged down the street with the the pavement just scraping her whole head off. Yeah, like just grinds her face down to nothing. And then Beth, because she's distracted, loses control, runs into a tree, which bothered me, and flew through the windshield. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't throw it through the windshield when I ran into my tree. Yeah. But yes, and die. So all three of them die. So all three. You of them think die. they're gonna get away? They but all die. No, they all die. Yep. Um. Meanwhile, Bob gets to the park, too. Bob arrives to the park. Right. And then um, the three guys looking for the cocaine show up to the gazebo, but the cocaine is gone. And then they find that Bob is on top of the gazebo, and he's got a gun, and he yells at them to get down, but he's stuck on top of the gazebo. He can't get back down. So the two guys um, who didn't have guns are kind of at his mercy. But David, like, jumps for his gun. He ends up getting two of his fingers shot off. But he does get his gun. And then they're kind of, like, at a standoff because Bob can't get down. And David can't, like, has to stay out of his sight so that he can't, he doesn't get shot. So then Sid shows up. Well, the bear, the bear shows up first before Sid does. Yes. And Bob's able to get distracted with a bag of cocaine so everyone else can kind of get, you know, get out of its uh, line of sight a little bit. But, um, um, but Sid shows up right then at the same time after Bob gives him the cocaine. Right. Yeah. 
And then the bear collapses on Stash, the scrawny kid. And the bear in the movie is 500 pounds, so Stash is, like, stuck. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just push her off you. And he's like, I can't. <laughs> but he does manage to get out from under the bear eventually. Um, Bob gets shot by Sid. Um, and then... Uh, Wait, didn't, um, before that happens, though, um, his fellow officer... That's what I was just about to say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I can't remember her name. She shows up. Bob's officer who you meet earlier in the movie with his little fluffy dog. He was supposed to get like a lab or something as like a canine unit. But instead, I don't know what breed of dog this is. It's like a cockapoo or something. But it's like, it's very small and it's got extremely long, silky white hair. Officer Reba. Officer Reba. Okay. So she shows up, the dog's in her car, and she reveals that she's really a dirty cop, and Bob's all upset. Sid shoots Bob, and then Sari and Henry find Olaf, who uh, isn't dead, who leads them to Dee Dee's hiding place, which is the bear's cave. Which has the bear's two cubs. They're also coked out. <laughs> who are also coked out. But they're adorable. They're so cute. Oh, I want a cocaine out bear. Baby cocaine bears. <laughs> they're so cute. Olaf leaves the cave and gets killed by the bear. Sid, Eddie, and David find the cave, which leads out onto a ledge behind the falls. The bear comes back. Um, and they're... Uh, Oh, the bear's following them. Yeah, the bear's so following them. There's like a ledge down by the waterfall. Yeah. So, um, sorry, sorry, Henry and Dee Dee are further out on the uh, on the ledge, and they have, um, I believe they have a bag because they do they have a bag of the cocaine. There is a bag of cocaine there. Yeah, and um, they, oh, that's right, it's hanging up from the uh, the yeah, limb. Yeah. Um, they jump into the water to safety, and then Eddie and David also, because they're like, screw it, we're out of the drug business. This yeah, because Sid wants crazy. him to grab the uh, the one bag, and they're like, screw they're this, like, the bear's right there, and yeah, the like, are right there. No way. So Sid tries to grab him for the bag. Um, he shoots and wounds the bear, but it doesn't die, and uh, it like falls and lands on a rock. But then when he's hanging onto the bag, the bag slits off the branch, slides off the branch and the container opens up and the bear inhales more cocaine and like rallies. Super strength. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, and he ends up getting disemboweled by the bear and her cubs start to eat him alive. Woo. It's awesome. Yes, it is. It's like sausages. Yummy. <laughs> So, um, so, so then sorry, Didi and Henry leave, go home, they go home, um, they walk past Liz and they're like, don't look, like, don't look, don't look, don't look. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Says don't look. And Henry's like, I want to look. And she's like, no, don't look. Come on. (laughs) And she tells them they're grounded forever. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, they make it out fine. So then la- it cuts to later. So they're grounded after rehab because they got to go to rehab. They got to go to rehab first because now they're cocaine addicts. Yes. They're so funny. 
And uh, it cuts to later where Stash is hitchhiking to New York with a duffel bag of cocaine with Eddie, accompanied by um, <laughs> Bob's dog and David, who reunites with his son. Yeah, they're Eddie not they're not with Stash. With so David and Eddie reunite with Eddie's yes, son. Yes, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that got a little confusing. <laughs> Um, it's funny that you picked this cause I watched this with the family a couple weeks ago. Um, and I had to say my mom is so fucking funny. My mom is so fucking funny. She, she was like confused. She's like, this is a movie. This is the movie you guys picked to watch as a family. And I'm like, yeah, we've been wanting to see cocaine, but she's like, I don't know. I just thought it'd be more like Disney. Like I'm like, it's cocaine bear. What? What? I don't know. I just thought it'd be like more more heartwarming and i'm like it's cocaine what the fuck did you think everyone was gonna the bear was gonna give everyone cocaine and they were all gonna have a party i mean what did you think was gonna happen here did you think the the bear the cocaine made the bear start singing or something the word cocaine is in the title like i said this is the woman that thought hostel was a nice backpacking movie i mean she just it's it's hysterical the things she says at least hostel is like a neutral term it doesn't imply no 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 no. i read the back of the cover first to her and that's when she said let's go with that nice backpacking movie that sounds good no i had picked five horror movies and read the backs of the covers to all of them and that's the one she picked after saying let's try that nice backpacking movie so this is my mother (laughs) it's just funny to me these days (laughs) i thought it'd be like disney (laughs) i thought it'd be like disney I don't know. That kills me. Oh, speaking <laughs> of movies, I picked up the original Exorcist. Oh, the new one hasn't come out yet. Okay. Um, Ring, Rings, Ring 2 and Rings, which I think is the third one. Okay. Um, the American version. Uh, but still, it was $5 for all three of them. So, um, and Beetlejuice. Nice. Yeah. Good job. I, I rated Walmart's $5 movie. Bin. Oh, okay. I was wondering where you picked up. I was like, did you get Amazon or what'd you do? No. Yeah. They actually had some good movies in there. Fuck. Yeah, they did. Surprise. They had some other ones that were good too. Mom picked up Blazing Saddles. Okay. And then they had a few other good ones that I already had. So I was like, well, I already own these. But I was actually surprised that they were only $5. Um, they had a... They, oh, it was a huge bin of movies. And we dug through them for like 10 minutes and... Picked nice. out a few, so yeah. What did, what did you other than it's not a Disney movie? What did you think of this one? <laughs> I thought it was entertaining. You know, like it's funny. It's a creature feature. It's got some gruesome kills, like all of that hits my buttons. So I was pretty satisfied with it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I was um, I, I'm I'm sad. I mean, I know Elizabeth Banks directed it. I was hoping she'd be in it a little bit, but she wasn't. Um, but I just thought because I love her, I think she's great. Um, I'm trying to think what I've seen her in. Hunger Games? Slither? Oh, yeah, I like Slither. Um, Slither is one that I want to do for this podcast someday. It's on my list. Good. It's on my list. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, did you not watch Hunger Games with me, though? I've you seen Hunger Games. Trinket? I just don't really care for Hunger oh, Games. Oh, okay. All right. She was also in... Uh, Modern Family, that doesn't help you. Charlie's Angels, that doesn't help you. She's been in things. How about that? Yeah, I know Pitch that. Perfect. I mean, no, you nope, seen I haven't Pitch seen perfect. that. I love her. In, oh, my God. She's so fucking funny. Her and um, the guy, she's like, I can't remember what his name is. They're so fucking funny. They play um, 
commentators for different choir uh, competitions. Okay. It's kind of like, okay, do you remember in Dodgeball, just, uh, Jason Bateman and... Uh, I own like three copies of that movie. Yes, it was I like the it. two of them. But for, you know, singing. But for then. singing. Okay. So. Um, oh, yeah. Wet Hot American Summer, 10 years later. I've seen that. I've seen Wet Hot American Summer movies because of Paul Rudd. I am not apologizing for that. Um, the Lego sure. movie I've seen. Let's see. What else? Um, I know somebody whose like favorite movie in the world is Pitch Perfect, which kills me. Um, I like Pitch Perfect. You would. I no, I think you would like it if you watch it. It's funny as fuck. Um, no, I've kind of gotten that impression actually, but it's not my thing. She was on Scrubs too. Okay. Zach and Mary did a porno. I haven't seen that, but I know about it. Okay. Yeah, I know she's in it, too. but I haven't seen it. Um, oh, she was in The Uninvited. I've seen that. She just doesn't do your kind of movies. The 40-Year-Old Virgin? I've seen that. I did not yeah. like it, but I've seen it. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, she doesn't do my kind of movies, but... No one has substance really she's does been your in kind a lot. of movies. Oh, I've seen Catch Me If You Can, just but kidding. it's been a long time. What'd you say? <laughs> nothing. I said, n- uh-huh. I said nothing. No, but I, I I enjoyed the humor. I I didn't enjoy having to explain. It's a black comedy. It's oh. a black comedy. It's supposed to be funny but gruesome. And I love black comedies. I so, do too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, "You find this funny?" And my brother and I were like, "Yeah, we do find it. it's hysterical." What are you talking about? <laughs> God, so oh, God love her. I don't know. Anyway, I but, love. This isn't like. Like the blackest comedy I've ever seen, but anytime any film that relies on dark humor, I'm like, hell yeah, that's like my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Well, should we rate that? Yeah, let's rate it. I will give it a seven. I loved Henry. I thought uh, Carrie Russell, I always loved Carrie Russell. I thought it was a good directorial debut for Elizabeth Banks. The story is just great, and um, I always love a rampaging creature hell-bent on revenge. And it's funny. Okay. I am going to go... I'll go 6.781. Okay. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm right with you there. Um, probably will watch it again. Wouldn't buy it, but would watch it again. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I've already seen it twice now. I you know. I got to watch it again. It's been a couple weeks, so... Um, if I hadn't fallen asleep at 6 p.m. last night, I probably would have watched it again. So, that was that. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at, though. Okay, cool. Uh, as far as fan fiction goes, if you're interested, uh, there's none on fanfiction.net yet, but there mm-hmm. is about 20 different, do- uh, 20, different, 20 different stories on Archive of Our Own. So, go oh, check nice. it out. So I do love a good Archive of Our Own fic. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Glad I've gotten you onto that. So. I've been reading Archive of Our Own for years. Oh, okay. I thought I was the one that, that told you about Archive of Our Own. Fine, fine. I thought I did something special. I mean, maybe you did tell me about it, but it would have been years, years and years ago. and years oh, ago. Yeah. <sighs> so sorry to yawn. Jesus Christ, that's I'm, a bad thing. I'm pretty sure, because didn't Archive of Our Own pop up like shortly after we stopped writing fan fiction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I remember it from when it first yeah. appeared. But you probably were the one who told me about it. 
Yes, probably. Because we were both very huge into fan fiction, yeah. I still love a good fan fiction. There's this weird trend online among, like, the younger generation where they don't like shippings or pairings or whatever. I just think that makes it fun. Like, I'm... I'm just like, nope, I like the old style fan fiction where it's just like imaginative mm-hmm. and like people weren't afraid to like go there, like push boundaries and really like try to, you know, do whatever they want. Right. I love that stuff. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I don't, um, I don't go on fanfiction.net anymore because I don't get a whole lot of that anymore. Yeah, I never have been a big fan of fanfiction.net, but I've always enjoyed Archive of Our Own. Someone out there stole my name, did I tell you? No. They stole my pen name. There's what was another your pen name? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you on this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll tell sorry. you later. But That's fine. Yes. They, I went to search for my stories and someone else had my pen name. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't even remember your pen name. I'm sorry. That's okay. You don't have to. I mean. It's been a long time. Yeah been a long time i remember mine barely but um i got an email from live journal like it's your anniversary and it wasn't even for my main um live journal that I, for my pen name that i wrote under it was for like one of the rpgs i did but it was like it was like back in 2004 i'm like oh <laughs> yikes okay you know what's funny? I had my uh, live journal up here because I begged and begged and begged for access back to it. Mm-hmm. And now it's no longer in the app store. I wonder if live journal's defunct now. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if live journal's around anymore because I remember there being a big mass exodus to to Tumblr. Well, it was last year. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's still here. It's just the app's not good anymore. Oh. I don't think it's very much used anymore. This is so bizarre. Okay. I don't even know. It's not popular like it used to be. No. And no, I don't care about that. I just care about my old, um, uh, my old, uh, stories, stories and stuff. Yeah. And the conversations. So go away. Yeah. I don't look at that stuff anymore. So whatever they can like firebomb my account. I don't care. Anyway. Well, should we get the fuck out? Um, oh yeah, sure. No, not really. But anyway, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. And they have a great podcast network. So if you're looking for another horror show to fill your lineup, check them out. They'll be linked in the show notes. We are on all the social medias at Podcast at Night. We are on Instagram, Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We have a uh, Twitter um, and a slasher and a good pods. And that all be linked in the show notes as well. Um, we always appreciate reviews wherever you listen. You know, take a couple minutes to to leave us a star review. And if you can uh, leave us a couple nice words, we really appreciate it. And if you're interested, we also have a merch store that'll be linked in the show notes that you can check out. And that's it from me, Chaos. So I'll just say thank you so much for listening. Stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of curiously absent cats today. 